You want to talk about football, fine. You don't, then you go somewhere else. Get ready, get ready. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. Y'all are not playing. Most of the don't even know how to play football, all right? Go, little Ernst. Here we go. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Carlos and Chad. You've got to be the dumbest team in America. They are who we thought they were, and we never got to Hello and welcome to episode 50-50 of the ST Fantasy Football Podcast. We are covering usually Dynasty Life, but it's a free agency frenzy, so we're going to talk about all these free agency moves that have happened over the last week. How you doing? My name is Carlos. I'm Chad. Uh, hey, did you hear the one about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Um, that he's signing with the Dolphins? Yeah, that's the biggest uh, news I can think of. Yes. Fitzmagic. In Miami. That's like a perfect marriage. <laughs> For Miami? I think that's, that's how Miami of... fans feel about it. <laughs> I thought the biggest free agency acquisition was uh, Teddy Bridgewater signing with the Saints, but that, that's just me. So. I think that was the biggest shocker as far as, dude, really? Why? Because Miami wanted him to be the starter, and he ended yeah. up signing on as a backup and he's like, for $7.5 million, which is way too much. And he's like, nah, yeah, I don't want, I don't want to go play for you, Miami. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Sorry, um, Luis. Sorry, Luis. Well, but I think, uh, at, at least my understanding from from what I've from what I've heard, I don't I don't know, you know, the the the, the GM at, at at Miami personally. Yeah. Uh, but my understanding is they've been very vocal about uh, next year is their year to get a quarterback. So I think the problem they've had is. How are we going to get someone when we're vocally telling people that next year we're drafting a quarterback? One, I would say, why aren't you looking to do something this year? But apparently next year is the year they really want to do something at quarterback. So anybody that they brought in was with the understanding that next year we're drafting a quarterback. So, you know. Suck. It's the the whole suck for luck. I I guess suck Suck for for Herbert. Herbert. (laughs) Yeah. That doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, I know. Um, And... It really, uh, it's not like Indianapolis wanted to suck for luck, and that sounds horrible, <laughs> but uh, their quarterback kind of had a broken neck. So. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. <laughs> uh, and then every their backups really weren't yeah, very good. No, so. they, 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 they weren't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, so how are you feeling about free agency? Are you happy? Are you excited? What, what's going on? I've been there? going back and forth, man. Like. There's a lot of moves that I'm like, okay, great. Uh-huh. That's that's a, that's positive. Okay. And then there's other ones where I want to hang myself. So, you know, I Well, it, don't hang yourself. It's just it's just free agency and, and it's just fantasy football. So so don't hang yourself. Fantasy football is life, right? It, it is, so, but it's not a reason to hang yourself. Well, at least I don't think it is, but you know. This is true. Uh, I think I think your wife and kids would would be upset if you hung yourself. I think or, they'd understand if they looked at my rosters. Well, you know. Uh, I mean, I've seen your roster, so never mind. <laughs> exactly. So I hear there's some other big news besides Fitzmagic. Yeah, I mean, there's some secondary stuff that's happened. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's been a quiet free agency. It's, it's you know, it's you know. Uh, so the first move we'll talk about is is probably the first big one that 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 happened, um, which is AB going to the Raiders. Um, Boo. <laughs> Surprising a little to me uh, because, one, the Raiders just traded away a wide receiver last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, pretty good one. <laughs> um, and then— And a younger uh, one. Yeah. But to me, the bigger shockers, I really thought Pittsburgh would want to trade him outside of their division. Um, you mean conference. Obviously conference, conference. Uh, outside yeah. of their conference, sorry. And, and the even bigger shocker is apparently the Patriots' offer was better than whatever they were offering, but they didn't really want to send him to the Patriots. But three, third and a fifth. Really? Yeah, I mean, that's... so so I'm thinking that yeah. it, in dynasty fantasy okay. football, yeah, right? Yeah. If I offer a second and a fourth, that's better than what Pittsburgh got. That is better. So I'm thinking I should try to make that move and see if I can get AB. I don't think that move's gonna work out oh, for okay. you. Oh. I mean, you, but it by worked all for means, Pittsburgh. I mean, it worked for Oakland. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, you don't have any player that's like, I am not playing for Carlos this year. <laughs> I will not do it. Then oh, I guarantee fine, you, I'll trade you. I guarantee you that most of the guys on my roster would not want to play for me if they knew it. This is true. 
This is true. So, but anyway, we, we're 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 going on a tangent. So, AB to the Raiders for a third and a fifth round pick. Still, it got a, a contract, not extension, and it just reworked it to give him more money up front than what it was. So he's not really getting more money, but it's more front loaded, if you will. Yeah. They move the money around. So, interesting side signing to that. Uh huh. They also signed Fontes Perfect. Yes, they signed him yesterday. Uh, but there's no fantasy relevance there. Uh, no, but it's, it's just going to be an interesting locker room. Oh, it, it is. And, 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 and it's not like Gruden's known for his discipline. So not sure how that's... He, I'm trying to think of another prima donna they could, they could hire or they could, they could sign to go over there. I mean, I was thinking they were going to get Lev Bell, but apparently nobody wanted to pay Lev Bell what Lev Bell thought he was we'll, worth. We'll talk about Lev Bell uh, in, in a little bit uh, because that, to me, was an interesting... Um, an interesting signing as well, but uh, so going on uh, the jet. So, so sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, so much is happening. It's so, crazy. So Antonio Brown goes to that's the first, right? So at that point, anything, let's take apart anything else that's happened. Are you excited about Antonio Brown going to the Raiders, leaving Pittsburgh? Not for him. Okay. There well, that's is somebody what, that's what I, mean. I am excited for, uh-huh. but it's definitely not him. <laughs> so to you, for him moving to clearly the number one receiver in Pittsburgh going into last year's draft, if everything stayed the same going into this year's draft, clearly the number one receiver you're targeting in the first round, right? Yeah, in Pittsburgh, yeah. Yeah, probably a top five pick. Absolutely, definitely top five, top, top right. five receiver, 100%. Well, no, but I mean, even in a redraft league, top five pick. Debatable. Top seven pick. Dude, it, it, I wouldn't say that you're an idiot for doing that. Top seven pick. Right. PPR league. We're okay. talking PPR league, okay. top seven pick. Now at the Raiders, where is he going? Is he dropping out of the first round to you? To me, he does. Uh huh. But that's just because of that situation. But I, I don't honestly, know if everybody I, else is going to do I that. I think in the fantasy community, that is the belief. Really? From what I've read and from what, to me, I'm not saying he drops out of the first round, but he's not a top seven pick. Not because I don't like Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is a, 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 a very good quarterback. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't, I do. don't look at me when you say that. <laughs> well, he's on your roster. Uh, uh, no, I, I think he's a very good quarterback, but I think there's a lot of people that are. OK, let's be real. Derek Carr, Ben Roethlisberger. Which one seems to have the better arm? OK, you want to know? Fun fact. Yeah. Um, ben Roethlisberger and Derek Carr without Antonio Brown. Uh huh. Very similar numbers. In fact, uh, Ben Roethlisberger actually averaged less yards a game than what Derek Carr is averaging a game. Uh-huh. Same completion percentage, same percentage on deep throws, similar touchdown numbers. Okay. So you saw what Big Ben can be with AB. Maybe Derek Carr gets a little bump with that. No, I, I, I mean, there's no, there's no doubt to me that there's a bump. Yeah. In, in, yes, in Derek Carr's numbers. On the surface, though, you look at it, I agree. Down Decline in quarterback mm-hmm. play. Okay. So now let's... Had the second part of that move mm-hmm. a week later or a couple days later they signed Terrell Williams yeah so to be the second receiver there does that to you improve AB or hurt AB well it gives him a viable secondary option right yes which they definitely didn't have with Marcel Aitman as their number one correct so I yeah I, I think that does nothing but help Obviously, I was hoping for a better landing spot for Tyrell Williams. Oh, I, I was too. I'm kind of glad that I didn't make the, some of the investments that I wanted to mm-hmm. in the offseason on him. Yeah. But that being said, you got AB across from you now. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking earlier. Yes. That's going to demand that double. Oh, of course. So who you got now? I think now? Tyrell Williams has the potential of putting up Juju-like numbers. Yeah, Not a, no, absolutely. And, and, and when I say that, Juju with AB, not Juju when AB was out. Right, but he's proved that he can be a number one. Yes. So, and you know, and that was what, like a top fifteen and, and, PPR and, receiver. And, and to me, he's a number one receiver going to be playing number two. Yeah. I, I, and I, I for for one like it, but I would have liked it better had he ended up in Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, we're diverging. Uh, AB numbers down a little bit. Numbers down a little bit. Tyrell boost. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Car boost. But they're going to lose Jared Cook. Yeah. So they're losing that other presence they had there. Not saying they're not going to address tight ends at some point. If they don't address tight end and they end up with Joe Schmo at the tight end position. Right. Do you still feel as good about these receivers? Yeah, I do. In fact, maybe even better, given the fact that they don't have that other clunker kind of getting in the way. Cook did really well last year, but really they had no other receivers. Right. I mean, Jordy, you could argue that he came on later in the year, but he was not Jordy that we knew. 
Um, I never met the guy, but. Well, Jordy, that was the number one receiver in Green Bay. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I still think there are some tight end options out there for them. Okay. They may address it in the draft. They have enough number uh, one picks. Yeah, they have three. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, I could, I could see. I mean, yes, they could address it in the draft. But I, I still think you in today's NFL, you need that third weapon, whether it be another receiver or tight end that can play receiver or something like that. I think in today's NFL, you need that extra that extra thing. Uh, to me, A.B., um, I was, of all the places that it could have ended up, honestly, it could have ended up in, in worse places than, than being there. I was just a little bit shocked uh, by that move, uh, in particular what, what Pittsburgh got back for it. I, I, I'm interested to see what's going on there, but to me, he he drops uh, uh, low. I, I think that um, I, I like Michael Thomas better. I like OBJ better. Um, I don't know if I would put... Honestly, he drops into that uh, Devontae Adams area to me. Yeah, I mean, to me, I'd be... i back it up further than that, yeah. right? To mm-hmm. me, he's a... He's still a wide receiver one, but he's a back-end wide receiver one. Julio Jones or A.B.? Julio. Um, Julio, no, I'm sorry. A.B. or... I'm trying to think of another receiver. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, T.Y. Hilton or A.B.? A.B. Okay. Yeah. Um but that that sounds about right in the in the in in that area. Okay. So you're looking at him uh early second round, middle second yeah. round. Yeah, he's a second, second round. round guy to me. Okay. All right. Uh in a dynasty format. Mm-hmm. How far how if you were doing a dynasty or dynasty startup draft right now, same area? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I still think so. I mean okay. he's he's proved that he's got a, a good work ethic. Yeah. I think you're still going to get three good years out of him. Yeah. So, uh, to me, if I was starting a dynasty league and, and you know, it, I would have to have the ninth, 10th, 11th. And I really would have to be unhappy with the running backs that are there. Right. Uh, I just, I don't see myself taking a, a, a wide receiver in that area unless a Michael Thomas only because how young he is, but even Michael Thomas in a dynasty league brings up questions because of how long will Drew Brees be there? Oh, I'm Dude. taking Michael Thomas all day. All day, I, I I love him more than you do. That's that's what that is. <laughs> All right, so let me uh, let me give you some numbers here from our good friends over at Fantasy Pros. Okay, um, I am looking for Antonio Brown. Uh huh. And in the let's see what we got: wide receiver one, DeAndre Hopkins; wide receiver two, Odell; Michael Thomas three; Devontae Adams four; Mike Evans five. Tyreek Hill, six. Juju, seven. Julio at eight. Cooper at nine. Antonio Brown, wide receiver, 10. Is this redraft or dynasty or just overall? This is dynasty. Okay. Dynasty startup. Um, Just one spot ahead of Stefan Diggs. See, I would personally not put Mike Evans ahead of A.B. Because to me, I like A.B.'s quarterback better than I do Mike Evans. Even though Mike Evans' quarterback only has eyes for him, I still don't don't like him. I see. I, I think I'd take the other end of that. I think I'd still go Evans, uh, five years younger. Uh, but I, I I wouldn't begrudge you if you did that move. I, I, would I, I see it. Either I, way. I appreciate you for not begrudging me. You're welcome. You're welcome. My begrudgments <laughs> hold firm. <laughs> All right, so so moving along. So Tyrell, we kind of covered him very quickly. Um, I, I wish he would have ended up in a better landing spot, but I, I don't hate him landing there. Um, the more I think about it, the more it's growing on me. Uh, you text me that day, you know, what did I think about it? Hated it. But like I said, the more I've thought about it and I think of the juju aspect and I think of the fact that he is a number one rece- or he produced at the number one, they're going to be using him a number two. Um, but then there's the part of me that knows how he got lost in, in, in San Diego sometimes. Uh, and that wasn't because of him. I just think that 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 Philip Rivers is a worthless piece of crap. Uh, but also, he has eyes for Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen only. Absolutely. And, 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 and I shouldn't say that. His eyes go to Keenan Allen first, and then to the tight end, and then to the other receiver. Um, so, not that 
he doesn't throw to Gordon because I think what Gordon had 60 or 70 receptions this past season. It was a lot. So he does throw quite a bit. Uh, so the next move, this to me was the biggest shocker. I, I, I was, I figured a move would be coming. I was just surprised when the move happened, mm. but OBJ to the Browns. That one shocked me too. Um, especially when you look at one, how much they paid him last year, OBJ, how much yeah. the Giants paid for him. They just signed him. Um, but when it happened, I'm like, I'm not surprised, but at the same time, I'm surprised again at the timing of it. Right. Uh, I expected it that if it was going to happen, it was going to be later on after the draft type of thing. Uh, but I think in the giant situation, it was a, if you really want to pay me this much for them, I'm not going to say no. And, right. and they got a first and third in, 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 and, um, and Jabril Peppers, Jabril Peppers, the safety, uh, out of uh, Michigan. Yes. Well, he's from Cleveland, but he came out of Michigan. Right. Uh, so, honestly, I like this move better than the AB move. <laughs> I think this is a move that could benefit Beckham, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it really, fantasy wise, benefits Baker Mayfield. Oh yeah. Um, I think it also hurts David Njoku. Um, I'm not quite sure where where Landry falls in all of this. Uh, I don't know that it hurts him or helps him uh, because certainly they both can't get 90 or 100 receptions a year unless Chubb is a non-factor and Baker Mayfield is throwing, what, 600 pass attempts this year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and in that case, they're, they're you know, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> but anyway, OBJ to the Browns. Um, I, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I like it a lot. Uh, especially, like you said, for Baker, mm-hmm. I like it for OBJ. It gets him out of Eli Manning mm-hmm. and gets him a guy who's been more accurate on the deep ball than most other quarterbacks were last year. Yes. So, yeah, this is nothing but goodness. And mm-hmm. and if you're a Cleveland fan right now, you got to be on like cloud nine. Yes. Like there, there's some other guys that I listen to, and I, I was happy for them. Yes. To finally have like an offense that looks formidable. You got but if you're a Cleveland fan, fan at yeah. some point are you like, and this is great, <laughs> but what's going to happen? Yeah, some, right. something, Who's going to screw this up? Some, something's going to happen. <laughs> you know, if, if I'm a Cleveland fan, I'm like, is Baker going to tear his ACL in training camp? Oh, God. Don't, is, don't is, put it in the universe. No, but I mean, let, let's be real here. I mean, as a Saints fan for many years, <laughs> it's like, this team, what's going to happen? The yeah. year we made the run to the Super Bowl, it's like, we have a chance here. Something's going to screw us up. <laughs> oh, there's another defensive back we lost. Up, oh, there's another defensive back we lost. Oh, who is that playing defensive back? I've never heard of this guy. <laughs> so things happen, and you're and I don't know. I think if you're a Cleveland fan, you're like, how is this going to mess up for us? <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I, I, I'm glad, man. And yes. Cleveland d- deserves a good football team. I'm excited for them. I'm going to be excited to watch this team. Having the greatest basketball player of all time is enough for Cleveland? Oh, you, Le- LeBron? I was like, Michael didn't play there. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I digress. Um... Yeah, no, I, I I think it's great for that whole offense. I'm excited to see what happens. I, yeah. There's good buzz coming out of Cleveland mm-hmm. finally. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I, I am I am excited. So I forgot to ask you a question, though, when we're talking about A.B. and, and Terrell Williams. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr. Yeah. Where does he move to you now? Quarterback two, high end, like 16 to 14 maybe. Are you more excited about him now? Or are you? That's leaps and bounds more excited than I was. He, I, I was going to drop him. Okay. Right? Because I, I own him. Yes. Look, all right, now come to Jesus meeting. I own Derek Carr in the league. <sighs> uh, I have a problem. But, yeah, so now he's, now he's yeah. keepable. Yeah, he's you, not droppable. He took advantage of me on that trade. Yeah, totally. Totally did. Um, <laughs> Thank you for Juju. <laughs> Yeah, and and who else? Cooper. Yeah, that was a good trade. And uh, who else? Oh yeah, and Kenny it was, G. It was Cooper Cup and Kenny Galladay, and and Juju and Juju. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good trade for you. And we got my third round pick. Oh, I mean, me, yeah, that turned into uh, actually, I think that turned into Dallas Goddard. So that's not bad. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Or was it Baker? It might have been Baker, <laughs> who you got anyway. Anyway, whatever. We're digressing here. All right. We're reminiscing. We're not digressing. He's he's, he's okay. He's okay. I'm not so I'm not over excited. But you're you're more likely to hold on to him now. Absolutely. Okay. Like I said, he was very cuttable before. Mm-hmm. Now they actually look like they're not gonna try to suck. Mm-hmm. We'll see. 
Okay. So now going back to, to Baker Mayfield. Yes. How far up did he move in the rankings for you? Not that you do rankings, but you understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dynasty, he's a top five dynasty quarterback now. Okay. Beforehand, this- he was probably late round first. No, you know, 10, uh, 10 so to top 12. Twen- top 12, now yeah. he's a top five. Yeah. Okay. So All make right. him some moves, but... Okay. You know, he, he's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, next one on the list. You know, the, uh, Le'Veon Bell. F this guy. <laughs> F this so, guy. So we seem to be talking about a lot of players that affect you. Yeah, I know. Uh, right? It's weird, right? <laughs> so Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. gets offered $14.5 million, or, or doesn't take $14.5 million last year. Oh, yeah. Gets offered... Uh, a seventy million dollar contract, fourteen million dollars a year from Pittsburgh says no. I'm not. I'm not signing for that. Can't do that. Can't do that. I got to take so, a year off because I can't do that. So he gets thirteen million from the Jets. Yeah, and and I have to believe that that's the best offer that he had. And um, honestly, I don't know that there were probably many more offers after that. I mean, or, or if they were, they were less money than that. Uh, I think his whole tweet about, oh, big decision to make. Um, I don't know what to do. Well, I think it was his way to try to drive up the price that didn't happen. Agreed. So he goes to the Jets. To me, a worse situation, worse offensive line, worse quarterback, uh, worse thing. And to a coach who can't decide who his freaking running back is. Oh, yeah. So, um, so what's your thought on, on, on L. Bell going there? It's terrible. Uh, he's he's dead to me. He's dead to me. Another one of these players is dead to me. He's dead to me last year because he sat his ass out. Now he's dead to me because he goes to the damn Jets. Look, I get it. It was a front-loaded contract. I got paid. Okay, fine. But, uh, Pittsburgh's contract was more front-loaded. Nah, that, well, this is what I heard on from, yeah. from him and some other player. Oh. It's guaranteed money. More guaranteed? Yeah. No. No? Uh, over there was thirty uh, something million as opposed to twenty nine million on this one. Yeah, he takes. It's a, a stupid move. He, he lost takes money a for big the loss. Yes, it was and as he should because it was a stupid play to begin with. You don't listen to an agent on that kind of stuff. You take your money when you're hot. Well, he had this, the record to release. He had a CD to release. Oh yes, yes, totally. See, are you again, gonna buy the CD? Hell no. Uh, hell no. I'm boycotting that shit. Are you? Are you? You know, downloading it from Napster? Does Napster even still a thing? Good I don't know. I wouldn't even even <laughs> if it was. I'm not wasting my time to go find L. Bell's greatest hits. But you, Kristen Michael, would. So, never mind. No, I, so. I never did Kristen Michael hits. I knew that he was. See, this is the thing. Listen up, kids. Don't draft running backs that also have a side hustle of rapping. It never works out. Never works out. And that said, he's still an RB1. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just late, late round. Um, I don't know what to expect. So, out me of offering him. you a fourth round pick for him wouldn't work? No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, second round pick for him? No, 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 no. I'll give you your second round pick back for Le'Veon Bell. No, 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 no. And I'm doing it on the air, so it's like legit. No, no, no. No? no. Okay. No, no. First round pick? Maybe. <laughs> we'll see how this draft goes. Uh, all right. So, uh, so, but, okay, looking at it right now, is he is he back to being your starting running back, or are you kind of like... Uh, let me try to find what other running backs I can do something with. No, he's going to be a starter just because of his <laughs> skill set, uh-huh. especially in a PPR league. Mm-hmm. I do like Darnold going forward. Mm-hmm. Maybe this helps him out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But he's also, you know, they they still have Elijah McGuire there. He's not going to be. He's not going to be what he was in Pittsburgh, right? So if you're expecting that, stop. Right. They're going to try to. I think another part of the reason that he was interested in going there. He wasn't going to have to shoulder all of the load again. Okay. As in 400 carries a year type of thing. Right. Um, so I think that's going to help him overall. It'll, it'll keep him hopefully a little bit more fresh. But, yeah, value-wise, it definitely takes a dip. Okay. Not, not huge. You're still RB1. Yeah. No, I, I, I personally— um, Two years. I don't—from I, I from a personal point of view, I mm-hmm. think he's an idiot, and I think he lost money in what he did. Yeah. Uh, but from a fantasy point of view— I think you're going to the the thing with Bell that has been very frustrating in, in fantasy is he's consistent, right? But what makes him the number one running back is his point total at the end of the year, right? Because you'll have those games where he's kind of just there, and then he has those games that is. I don't think you're going to get those games in, in in the Jets. I think you're going to be a consistent 
18, 19 points a week. And that, that's not a bad thing to have. There's nothing wrong no. with that. But you're not going to get those 50-point games. Yeah. Or the, and, 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 and that's kind of his thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he at times would be the difference between you winning and Absolutely. Winning or losing, if you want to say it that way, or winning or winning by a lot, or going into Monday Night Football saying, I got this because there's no way you're catching up to me type of thing. Right. And I don't think you're going to get those 50-point games like you, like you did before. No. I don't see him with three and four touchdown games. Uh, I think his yard per coverage go his yards yards per carry go down because his line is not going to be as good. Mm-hmm. But he can also catch the ball out of the backfield. And Darnold is a good quarterback, and I think Darnold can get him the ball. My bigger concern here is Adam Gase. Um, yeah. What's going to happen there? Uh, yes, he's got the crazy eyes, uh, but I just uh, that's the part that concerns me more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, we saw what he did to every running back in Miami, and mm-hmm. Drake, by everyone else's account, you know, he tore it up for one year, and then he just never got another opportunity. But half a year, but you know. yeah, yeah, half a year. But so we'll so see what happens. It turns out we were right on Kenyon Drake, right? That he's a crappy running back. Yeah, I think we okay. were right on All that. Right. So I, I don't know who was arguing with us, but somebody on Twitter was arguing with us that we were wrong on on, on Kenyon Drake and that he was. I mean, look, that story still has to be written. We'll see what happens this year. It's been written and been wrote and been done with. It's it's been wrote. (laughs) Um, But I think, I mean, we'll see. I still, I I said that Kalen Balazs is going to take over that lead back last year, Uh and that never happened. So, fingers crossed for that happening this year. Uh, All right, next guy. We really are talking about all your running backs. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Gets eight games. Yeah. Less than what we thought. Yeah, and everybody's leaning towards the ten games, right? Uh, so eight games. So Sucks. he comes in. In your case, you get him right before a playoff run, or right at a playoff run. But also, the Chubb owner gets this to come back right at a playoff run. So, from a fantasy perspective, what are you thinking here? Well, what I think is going to happen is I think when Hunt comes back, he's going to help provide fresh legs. Mm-hmm. But I still don't. I. I, I don't see a 50-50 split there. No. I think that uh, Chubb is going to maybe 60-40 at best, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on how Hunt performs and how Chubb's doing. Yeah. That could swing still more in favor of Chubb based on how they've, he's done throughout the year. So do let me, let me put this scenario to you. He's out eight weeks. So let's say Cleveland is 7-1 and one mm-hmm. when he comes back. Right. I guess let me ask. Is there any doubt in your mind that Cleveland's winning this division? No. Not right now. Okay. So you to you, Cleveland's winning this division, right? To me, yeah. Okay. So I, I feel the same way. I, I don't think I think Baltimore may, got weaker. I don't think Pittsburgh did enough to to move on to there, and Cincinnati can kiss my ass. Uh, even though uh, I like their running back <laughs> and their wide receiver. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so they're seven and one when 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 Kareem Hunt comes back. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're starting to think playoffs. Yeah, There's no guarantees, but you're starting to think playoffs. Do you think that they continue down the path that they were, or do you think they pull back on Chubb to try— <laughs> Sorry, pull back on Chubb's pull back carries to, Chubb. to be able to keep him fresher for a playoff run? I could see that happening, mm-hmm. but I don't think it happens right when he comes back. I think you're looking at probably— Three games to acclimate, maybe so like a preseason. For even. the first three games, he's just a third down. So Kareem Hunt's just a third well, down. He'll, back he'll get, he'll get some. I think he'll get some carries. Try to you know get him back involved, and then depending on the results, mm-hmm. yeah, he may earn, carve himself out more of a role. And like you said, they may start trying to rest Chubb for yeah. the playoffs, which would make sense. It, but as a Chubb owner, that would bother me because yeah. at that point, it's the critical part of the season for me, and that becomes a problem. Now, for you as a Kareem Hunt owner. If you were to make the playoffs, you could have an outstanding running back going into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, you could, you could have him gets hurt. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> don't, don't put that in on me. Um, Is there any doubt that Bell's going to get hurt this year? I mean, come on. No, not now. Not now. Now it's happening. Um, he may get hurt just so he hasn't to put on that Jets uniform, but that's beside the point. <laughs> he, he very well may. It's guaranteed money, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. He's just going to be a rapper. Um, but yeah, I, if I'm okay, so if I'm a Chubb owner, I'm worried. If I'm a Hunt owner, I'm here's as a, as a Hunt owner, I don't give a damn about what he does this year. I'm hoping he shows out well enough to Mm -hmm. get signed by somebody else as their lead back next year. 
That's what I'm hoping for. Okay, so he shows out, and Cleveland, who still has a lot of cap space, resigns him, Frank Shaw. That bums me out because you you still have a two headed monster. I mean, it makes sense if if you're Cleveland, you need more than one good running back. But if I'm as as a hunt owner, I really want him to go somewhere again and be the lead back. Okay, preferably like I hope he goes. I hope he goes back to Kansas City after this. But that's never gonna happen. I'm thinking he ends up in San Francisco. I could see that. Because they seem to be signing every other free agent running back. Just for so. a year, though. Just for a year. And then you're so, out. So we're going to jump ahead to... Um... Should we just talk about it? Let's talk about him. We're talking about San Francisco. So Tevin Coleman goes to San Francisco. Yeah. Who already has Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. Matt Breida. Yeah. Who they they just resigned Brita yes. to a three year deal like yeah. what eight million? But let's be real, it's not like Brita can stay healthy for even a quarter. It but, doesn't matter if he's healthy; he's still, he's still gonna limp out there. <laughs> and even limping, he seems to be better than anything else they have there. Uh, so they sign Tevin Coleman, which doesn't make any sense. So I, I don't think they cut Jarek McKinnon, but you think that they do? I think he, they move him. Yeah, I, I don't think he plays there this year. I mean, I hope no, I'm no, wrong. No, no, I don't know. I mean, but the thing is, is it's another two-headed monster. Mm-hmm. That th- both those backs are similar. Are very backs. similar. Uh, I think only one of them has a history <laughs> of getting injured, though. Yes, I mean Coleman actually, you know, is, is a little bit bigger back. Yes. So he could take the load. Yes. And then you spell him with McKinnon. <laughs> this is a lot of overtly sexual stuff. I know. I know. Sorry. I'm such a child. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Talk about chubs and everything else. I know. Uh, but I, I personally, I hate the signing for, for from, fan, from the fantasy point of view. Yeah. Um, I mean, from a fantasy point of view, I hate the signing. From a real football point of view, he left Atlanta. Fuck them. I love the signing. <laughs> uh, so, because now this lived them, Limpy Freeman and Edo Smith as their starting running back. So, hey, I'm good with that. It's uh, an awful position to be in for them, too. <laughs> too bad for them. Uh, but I think I think Atlanta's going to go after a running back in this draft somewhere. Uh, I think they have to. Yeah. <clears throat> but, so, Tevin Coleman going there. You you were always a big Tevin Coleman fan, and you were looking forward to his free agency this year mm-hmm. uh, for two reasons. One, you like Edo Smith. You think you like Edo Smith? I like. So you 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 like seeing you like the potential of what Edo Smith could be in that offense, right? So you were looking for it there, but you were also eager to see where Tevin Coleman could try to be a number one running back. Yeah. So signing there, what do you think of him now? I want to see which one is going to emerge as the first choice. But right? it doesn't help you in a draft. No, it definitely doesn't help you in a draft. If I'm drafting today, uh-huh. I take Coleman over McKinnon. What round? Third or fourth. Really? That early? Yeah. Because in the Shanahan system, you're talking about an RB1. You know, if you can get an RB1 third and fourth swing, I think that's a win. Tevin Coleman or Mark Ingram? That's tough. That's tough. I think I go Ingram. Okay. There. Uh, Tevin Coleman or um, Tevin Coleman or Leonard Fournette? Coleman. Uh, Tevin Coleman or Joe Mixon? Mixon. Tevin Coleman or James Conner? That's tough. I, I got to go Conner. Okay. And, and this is honestly on no the the with them not drafting somebody right mm-hmm. now. I think there is a chance that they do draft somebody. So we'll see how that breaks down. You mean Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. Um yeah. I, I just I think I think third or fourth round to me is a little too early for that, not knowing, right? Um doing a draft right now. If if something happens, they move McKinnon. I could see Coleman, but my fear is, and this is what I think is going to happen, they're not going to trade or, or get rid of General McKinnon, and you're going to be dealing with all three running backs throughout the season. And they're going to go with, they're going to do the whole, who's the hotter hand? Uh, yep. And they're going to go the, who's the hotter hand to a top five pick next year, because I don't think any one of those three running backs is okay with only five touches a game. And I don't mean that in they're going to be upset about it. I just think they're all going to be, they're all more effective the more touches you give them. Not essentially in the, not necessarily in the carries way game, but in the touches because they all need touches to be able to do something. I, I think that's a very accurate take. Um, he's RB25 right now. 
uh-huh. uh, right around Tariq Cohen, who's actually ahead of him, which I take him over Cohen. If Jordan Howard goes, I like Tariq Cohen better. Have they, so Howard Howard's still there? Yes. Hmm. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I expect him to be gone. So. Yeah, but to whom? I, that's a good question. I mean, they, they actually need him uh, if you're going to pair him with Tariq. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe Philadelphia wants him? Well, that's the, the what I'm seeing as, as, as the, the bigger option. But two sides. Of it. If you're Chicago, are you trading him to a team that needs a running back? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> and, 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 and two, if you're Philly, what are you going to give up for him? I mean, well, cap-wise, it makes sense, right? And honestly, it, again, you know, I'm not trying to bring the Saints into this, but, you know, I'm going to. <laughs> Rather than signing Latavius Murray, if you're going to let Mark Ingram go, I wish they would have gone. I, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's step back. I think they should have re-signed Teddy Bridgewater. I think they should have gone after Josh Rosen, let Teddy Bridgewater walk. You're bringing in a, you're bringing in a, a quarterback who was a first-round pick last year at rookie numbers, you know, think you're on the hook for like six million for this guy over the next two years it's something stupid like that mm-hmm. um or three years whatever um so i think that would have been the better place to go but instead of signing latarius murray see if you can work out a deal for jordan howard to bring in again a running back under a rookie contract that you're bringing in because let's face it jordan howard to me long term is a better solution than than latavius murray and even mark ingram um you're going to have Alvin Kamara going into his third season, Jordan Howard going into his fourth season, I believe. Um, 2016 right. draft. So, no, going into his third season. So, both your running backs are on that same age, young rookie contracts. I mean, to me, that's the way to go. And and, and the fact that it must be that Chicago must want something more than teams are willing to pay because if they're really shopping him, it's I mean, a no-brainer to make that move. What, what would you pay for him as, as a pro Sports team, because you can probably get a viable Jordan Howard fill-in. I would a offer third a third or fourth round, round pick. pick. Yeah. I would offer a third round pick for him. Yeah, and my thought is, Chicago must want something more than that. Yeah, not going to uh, get that, and Chicago. you're not, and you're not going to. But to me, I would gladly, if I'm a GM in, in in the NFL, given what I've seen about him, and I'm, you know, in the New Orleans situation, I'm not asking him to be the number one back. I'm just asking him to be a guy that's partnered up with Alvin Kamara, which we know Kamara can carry the load, which, God, I was fucking stupid for thinking he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, we know he can carry the load. We just want a guy that can be in there to to not sub him. 50-50 partners carrying, because that's what it's going to boil down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamara's never going to get 100% of the carries or 90% of the carries. He's going to get 50 to 60% of the carries, which in New Orleans is a fair amount of carries. Yeah. Um, and I think Jordan Howard could do that. I think he can do that just as effectively as Latavius Murray or Mark Ingram can do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, one yeah. could argue he does it better than Latavius. So, yeah, whatever. To me, the big thing with Latavius, and we'll cover about that in a minute, is his lack of fumbles. Lack of fumbles? Lack of fumbles. He, oh, he doesn't fumble. He doesn't fumble the ball. Oh, well. That, he has one fumble in the last two years as opposed to Mark Ingram's six. That, okay. So At that, a million and a half cheaper. Okay, that makes a little bit and more sense. the same age for both of them. Really? Yes. Uh, and honestly, I think also they're both the same age, and I want to say Murray has less total carries in his career than Mark Ingram does. Well, it makes sense. He was a backup for a yeah, while. Yeah, but even Mark Ingram doesn't have the carries you would think out of an eight-year running back. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, because he's always had another running back there. So what? what since we're kind of into this whole thing well, already. Hold what, on. Okay. So... Yeah, because we just jumped to 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 that. Ron Latavius Murray. No, we were talking about Tevin Coleman. We were talking about so, I think we're so uh, so Tevin Coleman third fourth round is what you're looking at. You don't like it. What if he had gone to the Raiders? Yeah, I like that better. You would have liked that better. Oh would yeah, would that move him up to the second round for you? Absolutely. Okay. All right. I don't know that it would have for me. Okay. Uh, I've never been a huge Tevin Coleman fan. Um, I've seen him play quite a bit mm-hmm. and I, honestly i'm not that impressed with him i wasn't that impressed with him last year we talked about uh-huh. it um there's a reason Devonte freeman won that job yeah tevin coleman got hurt mm-hmm. but Devonte freeman ultimately got the job and got the money for a reason uh and to me last year he played adequate but to me last year was the season for him to same thing with ito smith it was the year for both of them to 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 show out and mm-hmm. they didn't do it yeah 
at least not to me. They didn't impress me with what I saw. And I've watched Tevin Coleman play twice a year for the last three years. So I just, I've never been that impressed with him. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of his. And, and maybe part of it is the fact that he had that dirty bird on his helmet. Uh, but I just, in San Francisco, yes, he's going back to, to Shanahan and blah, blah, blah. But again, under Shanahan, Devontae Freeman was the number one, not Tevin Coleman. Right. So right. Uh, we'll see. Uh, so Latavius Murray. Yeah. Going to the Saints. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. I mean, like you said, a viable fill-in fantasy-wise. Fantasy-wise, I don't want him. not looking at him. I, I Honestly, I would have been more excited about Mark Ingram uh, than I would be uh, Latavius Murray. But uh, from a Saints point of view, again, in the last two years, one vulnerable as opposed to Mark Ingram six, which I know, when, you know, obviously we all know uh, that fumbles put Mark Ingram in the doghouse many a times. Uh, and there were many times where he was benched because of fumbling the ball. And not only was he benched for the rest of that game, he was not put as a starter as the following game because Peyton doesn't like fumbles. And in some in some of the cases, those fumbles were at on the on the same side of the field, which can come back to bite you. You know, uh, our defense is better now, but back then our defense was pretty good. Uh, so you know, when when you can't stop anybody on defense, you know, giving up the ball, a big yeah, deal. yeah. Uh, but I think, and, and not to mention. Uh, a million and a half less. Uh, I think the Saints signed him for four years, $13 million. So it was like about three, three and a half million dollars a year. Mm. Uh, they offered Ingram, I want to say between four, four and a half. Uh, he said no. Uh, he wanted five million, and that's wow. what Baltimore gave him. Uh, he wanted his five million. The Saints couldn't give him the five million. It turns out they could have after they restructured Drew Brees, but then the Saints lose Max Unger and blah, blah, blah. There's other things that have followed. Uh, I still think uh, Ziggy Anz is a possibility there, and, and we know about Jared Cook possibly signing there. Uh, so there was other things. There's more things the Saints needed to address than given. That million and a half is actually important to the Saints' salary cap right now. Right. Um, and, and, and in two years, it's going to be even more because of the fact that Michael Williams and Alvin Kamara, obviously Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and all them have to be re-signed. But... I digress. Uh, I think that that's why. So Latavius Murray going there. Uh, from a Saints point of view, I, I'm okay with it. From a fantasy point of view, uh, other than he's a Saint, I don't know that, that I would want him on my roster. What do you think about Ingram going to Baltimore? I like Ingram going to Baltimore. Yeah. I like Ingram going to Baltimore better than I like Ingram staying in New Orleans. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he has a chance to run away with that job in a run-happy offense. I think if you're the owner of any of the other running backs in, in Baltimore, you're kind of not liking this move mm -hmm. in particular his name escapes me the guy that gus edwards gus edwards thank you uh especially if you're the gus edwards owner mm -hmm. hopefully you didn't invest anything i mean whoever picked them up picked them up off a of waiver free but i could see where teams or, or owners would have been like i want gus edwards you know towards the end of the season last year i want gus edwards and paying a, a big premium for him i hope you're not one of the people that did that uh because i think mark ingram has the opportunity to run away with this job by far yeah um and, and I think he could do well. That's a good offensive line. Uh, I don't know. I'm very interested in what, what's going to happen. Uh, and from a, from a fantasy perspective, I think that I like him better, his fantasy production, than I did uh, in, in New Orleans. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, I'm a Kenneth Dixon owner. Uh-huh. And to me right now, he's borderline cuttable. Yes. And so I don't own Ingram. Mm -hmm. If I owned Ingram, maybe. But as I don't, yes. uh, maybe a casualty to the cuts. No, I agree. Uh, so moving on from that one, this is more of a Buffalo, <laughs> uh, Buffalo signing John Brown and Cole Beasley uh, as a Zay Jones <laughs> owner. I hate it as a fantasy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't care for John Brown in Baltimore. I know a lot of people were high on him last year. I was high on John Brown four years ago in Arizona, and he's never done what I thought he would do. And he had the Seckle Sill trade, and I get it. It just, ugh. Uh, I could see, Cole Beasley makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah. None whatsoever. He's an okay uh, a wide receiver. He He's not even a poor man's Julian Edelman. He's not a poor man's, I don't know what other white guy receivers are out there. Uh, he's just blah. Yeah, and, and 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 honestly, Dallas did well by getting rid of him. Um, but on the John Brown thing, yes, he's got the speed. Allen has the 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 arm strength that can get him the ball downfield. But is that the offense Buffalo's going to be playing? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see that. Josh Allen's a good runner. 
Zay Brown, uh, as a Zay Jones owner, it kind of bothers me. But looking at that Buffalo offense, I want nothing to do with that offense. Uh, I want. I was. I was excited to see what's going to happen with Zay Jones. Now I'm like, wow. I'm back to where I was with him last year going into the season. I can't get rid of him. I'm not going to get rid of him. But it's kind of. Ugh, type of I I think he still has as of all those receivers, right? So mm-hmm. you're looking at your three starters as. You know, I mean, Robert Foster kind of falls off the map with the with John, John Brown. Brown. Yes, and I that think was he somebody, gets affected the most by this. Yeah, he's a non. Issue he, he's done yes. to me now. I was excited about him. Mm-hmm. Now I'm out. Yes. Uh, so you got John Brown, Cole Beasley, and Zay Jones as the three wide receivers, right? Yeah, one, two, and then Beasley as your slot. Yes, as your slot. Um, I still see Zay Jones as being the PPR threat. Yeah. So I think it's going to help him to have somebody that can stretch the field on the other side. Like, but I don't see much difference from Brown and, and Foster. Right. I like the gun that Allen has. Mm-hmm. But they have no running game, right? All their running backs are geriatric, essentially. They they <laughs> well, they signed Gore, they have McCoy, yeah, and then they got like Ivory. Dollars to sign there too. Yeah, man. Like I, I want Gore's agent. Yeah, <laughs> Gore's gonna be playing when I'm like dead. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't. I, as you said, I don't like that offense. Yeah. I do. I st- of all of that offense, the two players that I'm at least somewhat high on are. Uh, Zay Jones and Jared Allen, Josh, Allen. Josh Allen, Jay Allen, Josh ja- Allen, Jalen, <laughs> as opposed to Josh Rosen. Yes, who I keep getting confused with. Yes, too uh, many. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. No. Those are the two that I'm excited about. Right? Are you really excited about them though? I am excited about Allen because they have no running game, uh-huh. and he likes to run. Uh huh. So I see him as being a sneaky QB one. Okay. Uh, and he's got to throw at somebody. Uh huh. And they just signed, didn't they sign Tyler Croft as their tight end? Did they? I think they just got Tyler Croft. Um, so, I mean, not that I'm, I know that Eifert signed back with Cincinnati. Yeah, Eifert signed on like a one year prove it deal. Yes. And then they signed Uzo, Uzoma. Uzoma. Uzo, it's been a year and I still don't know how to say the damn guy's name. Yeah, he did sign with both. Uzoma. Uh, but oh, he's got like yeah, a four, three him. or four year deal. Uh huh. I think three years and like 15 million. And then you got. I think, yeah, so they did get Croft. Yes, they did get Croft. And, yeah, because I was actually excited about Kroom, who is, as no, you don't know him for a reason. So he's done, and now Tyler Croft's in there. Maybe he becomes somewhat relevant, but eh, not not overly excited. All right, we're getting kind of long on this, so let's, let's move along a little bit. Uh, Randall Cobb to Dallas. Love it for Cobb. Love it. Really? Yeah. You really, you really think he's got anything left in the tank? I do. Okay. He's only 28. Okay. Um, so, so, I mean, yeah, he's only 28, but it's not like he has, he had that one good year. And after that, he's not he, a number one. He doesn't have the, the skill set to be a number one. They tried that and failed miserably. Uh, he did. But then what happens to Alan Hearns and Michael Gallup? That is true. That is true. Good, <laughs> good counterpoint. <laughs> so it's, I, I, of landing spots, though, I like it for him. We'll see what happens, right? I'm, I'm, I, I, I was ready to push him out to pasture dead. Yeah, this gives him life. I don't think Alan Hearns is that good. Well, I think Dallas realized Alan Hearns <laughs> isn't that good. But they signed him again, so well, he was on. A, he signed a four year contract. Oh, so they're kind of stuck with him. Honestly, I think this hurts Michael Gallup more than anything. Yeah, um, and and it sucks because he has the potential to be a really good receiver. Uh, I don't see a scenario where it's Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup out there and Cobb's playing the number three or Hearns is playing the number three or I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't get the move. I don't get the signing. I don't think it made sense. Uh, but eh, I don't understand a lot of things Dallas does either, but Hey, they brought Jason Witten out of retirement, which I think that hurts a lot of players too, but I don't know how effective he's going to be this year anyway. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Staying uh, away. So Moncrief to Pittsburgh. You, you've always been a Dante Moncrief fan. I was until he went to Jacksonville, and then I was like, yeah, who's that guy? He's, I don't know him. Uh, so, obviously, A.B. leaves. Juju becomes number one. I, I think this puts the writing on the wall that they're not a big fan of James Washington. That's what I my takeaway was, is James Washington doesn't really seem to fit in this. But James Washington is the run, the go route, and be done. That's not Moncrief. No. Moncrief is a sometimes he's open guy in the middle. (laughs) 
So <laughs> is it a Moncrief slash Washington, depending on the route that you're running? But Washington's in there. You're going to know he's running a go route. That's all he can do. And, and, or, 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 or is it going to be a one, two, and you put Moncrief at the slot? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it, but I've never, I have personally never been a Moncrief fan, even when he was in, in, uh, in, in Indianapolis. Didn't care for him. Just there's something about him that just didn't work for me. I don't know. You were not alone in that. That's why they got rid of him. <laughs> um, and that's why, you know, every team he goes to is like, it's yeah, we'll give contract. you one to your deal, and then we're kicking you out of town. He's just that guy. That's yeah. what he is. If you're expecting anything more, sorry. <laughs> uh, so you're not excited about that one? Not excited about that one. Uh, Carlos Hyde to Kansas City. Still not excited about stuff. <laughs> Do you think this hurts Damian Williams? No, actually. Do you think it helps Damian Williams? I think it kind of it, it gives him. I I think it's an avenue for him to maintain. His position. Okay. I think Hyde's been on the decline. I do like the skill set that Carlos Hyde has, mm-hmm. and he could emerge as the lead back there. Mm-hmm. Could, with the big emphasis. I still mm-hmm. think Damian Williams is the better back right now. Okay. Um, uh, what school? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. Where did he go? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Some school down south somewhere. No. Did he go to LSU? <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so I like, I like him I even more did. now. Um, I think Daryl Williams went. To, I know he went to LSU. Do we have nothing but LSU backs? I I I, I may be thinking of Daryl Williams. All right, I think you are. I know he was LSU or is LSU, whatever. Uh, tense doesn't matter. Um, but anyways, yeah. I, oh no, he went to Oklahoma University, of Oklahoma. Oh, okay. But either way, yeah. I think he was a more shifty back. I still think if they if what this does point to me though is that I don't think that they have to address the running back position this draft. Okay. I think it kind of pushes it down to next year's draft. Okay. Which allows them to have a a, a debatably better running back class. Okay. Um, and one that is not so full of hidden miss guys. Like there there's gonna be a lot of fodder this year. There you could find some gems later in in the draft, which they may take some shots on. Mm-hmm. But you're just as likely beyond like the first three or four or five guys that, and even then, maybe those guys are going to be crapshoots too. I just don't like the consistency that I see out of this running back class. I think next year's is going to be better. I think they see it too. And I think this is a move that allows them to go that path. Okay. So we'll bring in the next thing in here. Uh, Tariq Hill. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, very serious (sighs) allegations against him. Uh, if yes, he's been more open about it, if you will. But if they cut Kareem Hunt for what he did, to me, it's a no-brainer that Tariq Hill gets cut for what he did. I think the reason they, I think if Hunt wouldn't have lied to them, he doesn't get cut, and he's still on that team today. I, I, I don't it, disagree with you. If Hill is not lying to the Chiefs, mm-hmm. then I don't think he gets cut. Okay, but if he is, he's gone. But. Best case scenario, you're talking eight game suspension. Best case, yeah, best best case, and right? Yeah, because technically he's a second time offender because it happened in college. Yeah, and now he's a second time offender. Yeah. So at best case scenario, you're talking eight game suspension. It could be more because now he falls under the double policy. Because remember, the NFL changed its rule that if it happened in college, it still counts as an offense. So nice. You, I did not know yes, that. I yes. like that. When it came to domestic issues and even drug, I believe, but definitely domestic issues. If you did it in college. It still that counts as your first offense. You do it again in the NFL, that's your second offense, even though you weren't in the NFL when the first offense happened. I like that. So we're talking a minimum second offense to him. So we're talking probably a minimum of eight games, could be even more. So the reason I bring this up is is one, obviously this affects that offense because that off you you can't you can replace Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I don't think you can replace Tariq Hill. There there's no there's no one on that roster right now. And there's no one in this draft that I can think of that brings that skill set. There's good receivers in this draft, yes. but none with that skill set. And and that's a no. rare skill set that you that, that that I don't know of any other receiver in the NFL that has that skill set. I was gonna say, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> very so rare. It, do you think Kansas City in this draft is looking to replace wide or, or to go wide receiver? Or do you think they're gonna take the gamble and see what happens? I think they're going to gamble. Okay. Um, you know, they did lose Conley. Didn't Conley get signed by Jacksonville? Miami last year, I thought. 
Chris Conley. Uh, Wilson, oh. Albert Wilson, Wilson yes. went to Miami. Yes. And we lost Chris Conley this year, mm-hmm. which we knew was going to happen. You know, you you did give Sammy Watkins a big contract. Yes. So maybe they're hoping that he finally gets over his gimpy ankles and knees and stuff and actually strings together a season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like you're totally without an option. You have a nice caliber replacement. It's just, it's not, nobody's Tyree Kill. No, no I, one is. But I don't think that you can replace that in, the, in this draft. I don't think you can. That was that was something that just happened, right? Right. They took a chance on a guy. It worked out, and then it didn't. No, yeah. <laughs> so if you're the so so high, you're not excited about doesn't you don't think it hurt Damian Williams any? Moving on with Tariq Hill. If you're the owner of Tariq Hill, are you trying to move him, or are you just kind of waiting it out, or are you? Or are you trying to make a move to get Tariq Hill? You might get him on the cheap. I learned something last year from Kareem Hunt, right? Uh-huh. I learned that in the offseason, when you see that some bad shit happens, don't sell when that bad shit happens. Wait till everybody fucking forgets about it and then sell that motherfucker, right? After he's like, hey, he's leading the league and everything. He looks great. Sell. That's what if if you're looking to make a profit on Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. and you want out of the risk, uh-huh. that's what you should do. Okay. Wait like four so you, games so, in. So you should have traded him when I told you to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Um But I learned, see? So I learned. It, <laughs> so in all of this, yeah. I think we can all agree Mahomes was a top three quarterback going into the season. Projections thinking about this upcoming season. Top three, a lot of people have a top quarterback. Mm-hmm. Does this bother you there? Yeah, absolutely. You lose your number one deep threat so with a guy that likes to sling it. Let's say Tariq Hill is gone. Yeah. Out of the league, whatever happens. How far are you dropping Mahomes? Two slots. Okay. You know, that, I mean, that was my, <laughs> no, no, that's my thought. I just wanted to know what your yeah. opinion was. I mean, I, it does hurt him, right? He's yes. not going to throw as many touchdowns. Correct. But how, how many less? How many less? <laughs> yeah, so he drops down to 40 and yeah. he throws for... 4,500 yards? I mean, I don't know no. here. I mean, I'm still going to be excited about it if he hits 30 touchdowns this year, right? Like, yes. that's still a damn good year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he'll see less. I want to see him play without Tyreek. I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> you know what the sad thing is? He comes back and throws 30 touchdowns, and he's going to be considered a bust. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because Bye. you're going to have those morons, <laughs> okay, that are going to take him in the first round. Yeah. And, 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 and the, Cam Newton. Cam Newton's MVP <laughs> year. Yeah. The following year, everybody fucking taking him in the first round. It's like, you're a moron. And, and I'm not trying to compare the two. Trust me. I think Mahomes is a much better quarterback than, than Cam Newton because everybody knows I hate Cam Newton. Right. But everybody's taking him in the first round or the second round. And then, well, this guy sucks. Well, then you should have watched a little bit more football and known that he does fucking suck. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying Mahomes sucks. I just don't think that you're going to be able to, you know. It's a quarterback. You, you're going, you know, to me, two rounds later, three rounds later, get Aaron Rodgers and you're right there in those same numbers. Or, I mean, or I know you don't like him. I mean, but you can take a Dak Prescott or a uh, Matt Ryan. Right? Actually, and at this rate, I could take a Drew Brees in the ninth round and still be golden. Absolutely. So, so yeah. <laughs> redraft, stay away from quarterbacks early, kids. Okay. So, uh, next on the list, I know we, we've been covering a lot. I want to talk about this move only because I, I hate it. I think it's stupid from both sides. Devin Funches to the Colts. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't. I didn't like Devin Funches before. I really don't like it now. As an Ebron owner, I don't like it. Uh, but from a luck point of view, yes. do you do you think it helps luck? Do you like it? I, I don't know what to think of it from a luck point of view. The only thing I, I can see here is he's a big receiver, right? Because they're losing Dwayne Allen. They got rid of Dwayne Allen or traded him or cut him or whatever the hell they decided to do. Yeah. I think he signed with the Patriots or something. Yeah. But, then, again, I don't, I, you know, as long as they still have Doyle. Right? Or did they lose Doyle? No, they still have Doyle. Okay, they got Doyle. They got uh, Ebron. Ebron. Depends that, on that is Efron. Uh, number one tight end to you. Yeah, sorry. Mr. Number one tight end. Uh, Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they got their guys. Uh-huh. I think Andrew Luck just likes to throw it to big, big guys. So this kind of fits. This is all I got, right? Because everything that I look on tape, I'm like, Devin Funch just sucks at being a wide receiver. Yes. Maybe, hey, maybe they're planning to convert him to tight end. They, no, they don't have Doyle. They got rid of Doyle. That's who I was thinking. I wasn't oh, thinking of the way now. I was Doyle? thinking of Yes, they're, they're active uh, tight ends right now are Mo Alley Cox, Ryan Hewitt, and Eric Ebron. 
They got rid of Doyle. Where, and Doyle went up to the I, Patriots. I give me now. I gotta know. Well, I'll, I'll look that up while you keep talking about your 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 rant. Well, I'm not ranting. Oh, I'm not ranting. ranting. I'm just saying that yeah, like I don't like Devin Funches. It doesn't make sense uh, unless they're gonna like I said try to convert him to a, a tight end. <laughs> I got nothing other than that. Okay, they still have him as being in Indianapolis, but he doesn't show in Indianapolis's depth chart. Interesting. See, maybe they're converting him to fullback. See, you, you just don't know. You just don't know. There's so many variables here. I think you're probably... Maybe he doesn't appear on the depth chart because of... You remember, he had a kidney thing, and he was out for all of last year, or a good portion of last year. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I guess we'll have to look up that up and look that up and, and follow it a little bit more uh in, in in our in our following podcast but uh so the last one i want to throw out there to you uh and it's one that i i don't know what to think about it i i think it has potential kevin white going to the arizona cardinals uh, you can't hear my face movement it was like mm, mm. but he hasn't panned out in in Chicago. He hasn't been the receiver that anybody thought he was. Oh, would. no. No, he did not. <laughs> but some of that was due to injuries. Yeah. Some was... of that was due to the fact that he was on injuries and they had the quarterback thing. And, and not that the quarterback over here is that much better. But he had speed. He was good coming out of college. Cliff Kingsbury likes that fun and gun type of offense where speed is important. Yeah. I don't know. I'm intrigued by it. I'm kind of like, I'm not going to go out and I'm going to make a move for him. But if he's in free agency or fifth round, I think it's a flyer type of thing that could pan out. I mean, now when you say fifth round, just for the listeners that don't know. <laughs> oh, sorry. Last <laughs> round. In a rookie only draft, we only have five rounds. So he's like. And it's not rookie only. It's rookie and leftovers. Rookie and leftovers. But it really becomes a rookie only draft. Yeah. Uh, unless some. But well, yeah, we always say there's always some buffoon that drops somebody that. Uh, or there's always some buffoon that takes a leftover in the first round. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in, in, you know, again, my last pick or whatever. I, I don't know. To me. There's always that that guy that you're like, I kind of like the potential here, you know? Yeah. And to me, Kevin White right now is that guy. It's worth a flyer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't pay much to no. get him. Mm-mm. But he does have an opening, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Williams is a bust in Arizona as far as I'm Everything's been a bust other than Fitzgerald. Yeah, they got rid of, what, is J.J. Nelson even still there? I don't even know. It, it doesn't even really matter because yeah, he Because he count. hasn't done what... Uh, there, there is the, there is the Fitzgerald piece, right? I mean, Fitzgerald the, and him and Frank Gore must 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 go to the same doctor. Uh, I'm not quite sure because they both seem to be like ageless wonders, right? Um, but well, and they also have Kirk Cameron. Yes, Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Cameron, no, Christian Kirk. <laughs> Christian yeah. Kirk. So can Kirk stop, Cameron. Stop trying to confuse me. Come on. Christian Kirk here. <laughs> so Christian Kirk really showed some stuff last year, right? Uh, Chad Williams. He's you, done. I think you like Chad Williams. I liked him. I liked him as a late, because uh, the opportunity yes. that he had there. Yeah. Never materialized. Um, so, you know, Christian Kirk, I think he has solidified that position that he's doing. Uh, Trent Sherfield, whatever the hell, Jalen Tolliver, uh, all these other guys. Now, Farrell Cooper. <laughs> oh, man. Farrell Cooper's on there. I and remember Farrell. And then there's a guy there that I like the potential, but I just don't know, in Malachi Dupree. Uh, but Malachi hasn't panned out either. So, yeah, Malachi. So there's the opportunity for Kevin White to be there, is, is I guess what I'm trying to get at. Because the main competition is going to be Christian Kirk, who I think we can all agree is the number one receiver there. Uh, Fitzgerald has the lot, the slot or whatever inside position you want to call that he plays on lock there. So it still leaves another position open for him. Gives him a, gives him a shot here. Yeah. Until they draft Nikhil Harry number one overall. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's leaning more and more towards. Uh, I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. It, do sound, it sounds like they're going Murray. Um, That'll be interesting. I. I there is a, 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 a part of me that still believes they're going through this charade because they're Driving trying to price. maximize that, that, that price for the number one overall pick. 
Uh, because to me, if they were really going to make that move, they would have traded away Josh Rosen. Because I find it hard to believe that Miami didn't make a phone call. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to believe. I, they, I have to feel, you know, for, for Miami Dolphin fan. Yeah. If that ownership or that GM did at least make a phone call to Arizona before you sign Fitzpatrick, there is something wrong. I don't know, man. I, we led with Fitzpatrick at this show. I think it was the right thing to do. <laughs> I, think it's, I still, I stand behind that. So I, I just, I, I would like to think that, that they've reached out to him. I would like to think that the Giants have reached out to them. Yeah. Not because I think Eli's done. I know everybody hates Eli, and I know everybody like poo-poo's on Eli. I still think Eli has some potential there because I think the one thing that people fail to remember is that that offensive line was horrific, and it's been horrific for the last two years. Yeah, they spent a lot of money on Nate Soldier, but there was no cohesiveness in that offensive line, and the dude was, for lack of a better term, on his back the whole fucking season. Yeah. So there's not much he can do. And the fact that he's done what he's done, I think, is pretty damn amazing. You look at a lot of the dump passes that Saquon got. It's not because Saquon was the first look. It's because he didn't have time to throw it anywhere else. So mm -hmm. he had to dump it off to fucking Saquon. So, again, I'm not saying that Eli's an elite quarterback. Eli's getting up there in age. But he's 37. He, he still has a couple years left in him. Look at that line. Look at what's going on there before you blame Eli on all this. And the quarterback's always going to get the blame. But look at the other stuff that's going on there. Uh, but that being said, I think the Giants had to have had called Arizona to just like at least say, "Yo, what do you want? Is this real?" Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a, and, and I mean, you could say that about any, any other number of teams. Uh, so that's why I don't necessarily want until draft day and and Goodell goes up there and says Arizona takes Kyler Murray. I don't believe they're actually taking Kyler Murray. I, I think this is all a ploy to try to drive to try to drive that up because even at the end of the day, even if they do want to go Kyler Murray, I think Bosa is the right pick there because that defense needs help. And I think Bosa is that kind of a game changer. But if they can drive that price up, go down about three spots and still get Bosa, that's genius. Yeah. That yeah. that is a Bill Belichick type of move. <laughs> we'll see how it works out. Yeah. Uh, you know. So uh, we're we're over an hour now, so we, we, we say we didn't want to get to this far, but... I think uh, it's time to call it. Yeah, I, I think so, too. <laughs> uh, we will be back next week with more useless information for you. You can reach us on the Twitter at STFFBall. And at STFFChad. And uh, have a good one. Don't suck. Don't suck.